y'all? You are tuned in to the Listen Up Podcast. I'm your host, Jess, and it's time for you to listen up to what God has called you to do. Let's get it. Hey guys, welcome back to the Listen Up with Jess podcast. I'm so excited for you to join me on a new episode of Listen Up. If you are new to the podcast, I'm going to start off this episode with a Listen Up spotlight, okay? Now, my Listen Up spotlights are where I take the time to really just highlight um, my friends that are just doing, being great out here, okay? Um, My friends that have podcast channels, that have um, YouTube channels, that have books, that have cooking shows, um, salons. I have a lot of friends that are very creative, and I do believe that... um, my friends are not my competition. So uh, we definitely, um, so I definitely have a um, time and space where I can promote them. Um, That's what I'm going to do. And so my first Listen Up Spotlight is going to, um, for this episode, is going to go to Janine Williamson. Janine has a YouTube channel called Sister Girl Tuesday. Now look, if you guys are, Trying to find a YouTube channel that has quick and easy recipes like this YouTube channel, Sister Girl Tuesday, is exactly what you need, okay? Like, it gets your whole life together when it comes to cooking. Like, for me, um, I'm not the best cook. I can cook, but it's like I don't like like a lot of recipes, like, in reading. Like, I don't want all those measurements. Just keep it simple for me. And that's what your girl does on Sister Girl Tuesday. Like, she will have it quick and easy and they are kind of like they're vegan and meatless some of them are vegan some of them vegetarian um meals and so i think it's such a good youtube channel and i definitely had to share it with you guys so check out her instagram at sister girl tuesday on ig and at on the youtube channel you won't be disappointed um we all need to get our cooking up our cooking skills um, you know, get it together, first of all, because don't nobody want nobody that can't cook. Um, that goes for men and women. Um, I don't want a man that can't cook, period. Uh, so, you know, and men want their ladies to cook. So we just want to make sure we're out here cooking for ourselves, first of all, and then cooking for our future, you know, people, you know, and our families and things like that. So yes, check her out. She is dope, dope, dope. Um, and I will drop her information on my uh, show notes for her YouTube channel and her IG. So, guys, it has been a minute. Now, um, I did say I was going to kind of do a little bit better. But, you know, a lot has changed um, in my life over the cu- past couple of weeks. Yeah, two weeks. Um, I just started back working full time. So, I'm really just trying to really find that healthy balance of Now, going back to work and also doing what I really love, and I'll be totally transparent because I'm not the only one that's, you know, either has the nine to five, but yet you still have a ministry or you still have your own personal business, and you really want to, you know, find that healthy balance, but, you know, you still got to collect some coins in the midst of it all, right? So um, I'm asking y'all, the Listen Up fam, to pray for this journey. But I'm excited because today's episode, I do have a special guest that's going to join the conversation. She is here at the Listen Up Mic, okay? And we're about to get into some good, healthy conversations. My guest is Kanisha Rice. Kanisha, if you remember her, I was on her podcast called Fam Talk. It is a dope podcast that's also available on iTunes, um, 
Apple, iTunes, and then on Spotify and Anchor. Uh, and so Kanisha, I just love her spirit. I met Kanisha actually at a small group in Atlanta, Georgia, um, at our church. And um, I, she was like in my first one, right? That was the first one we had. And she, um, her personality really just struck me and stuck out to me. Uh, we're definitely different personality types. And I love that though, because I think I attract more of her personality type and she'll be able to explain her personality type as well. Um, but... I really loved her just authenticity and how she really has this desire to connect with people. Um, and not everybody is authentic, just meeting her off the bat. She's not the type of person to just be like, hi, have small talk, and then not really like, you know, want to know or care to really get to know you. Um, I don't know. I just love her introspective self. Like, it's just so dope. So I am, we're going to join this conversation and kind of, you know, pick Kanisha's creative. Honestly, she is just a true creative. Um, pick her brain in this episode. And um, I'm going to welcome Kanisha to the mic. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> I'm so happy you're here. I'm glad to be here. Yeah. So Kanisha, kind of just tell the Listen Up fam a little bit about yourself and your personality, because I did brag about your personality. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Um, so as just said, I have a podcast called Fam Talk, um, and I have recently accepted the title of writer. Yes, writer! Yes. She got books, y'all. She got books, like. Yeah. So, yay. I mean, I, I ha- I've had the kids book for a while, but it was just like recently I found a notebook that I had when mm. I was younger, and I wrote this whole little like activity book for kids. I was in third grade, mm. and I was writing this activity book for kids. I had like chapters of stories yeah. and like little activities and so when I saw that I was like okay like this has been you all of your life all your life so why have you not accepted this this title and you know the reason like I because I, I caught myself and I'm like sometimes we associate our passion based off of well, what have we actually, like, put out there? So as a writer, right. you're like, well, I'm technically not a writer because I don't have a published book. Yeah, and, and it's I'll like, be like, okay, I have a book, but it's a kid's book. Yeah, so, oh, like, you're downplaying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, no. I mean, yeah, just accept wow. it. Yeah. Accept it. Accept mm-hmm. who you are, your gift, that's who you are. Like, yeah. for me, that was the same thing, like, a motivational speaker. So, like, I don't do motivational speaking full time, but I have done it in some right. capacity when I was even just – doing it with my youth and my church. And so, you know, I do say, yeah, I'm a motivational speaker. Like, I'm not the top, top. Like, I'm not your, you know, Eric Thomas, E.T. and all that. But I do what I can do. So I love that. So what else have you been working on? Or Uh, Yeah, so um, with my podcast, I think that kind of ties back into the, to my personality, as you were saying. I love her podcast, (laughs) y'all. I kind of started my podcast as just a way, because I I really wanted to have more intentional conversations Mm -hmm. with people, and I'm an introvert, so it's kind of, and I I also sometimes find it difficult to, like, shape a conversation so that Mm. it will be, um, I guess, a little bit more meaningful, Mm -hmm. so I was just like, okay, I'm just gonna, like, say it off off the bat like yeah I want to have intentional conversations mm-hmm. are you willing to come on my podcast and have this intentional conversation with yeah. me and just kind of getting to know people better um and just learning from the life experiences from the people around you because yeah. there's so many people who are 
in your close proximity, but if you're mm. not tapping into their knowledge, tapping into their experience, like you're losing yeah. out. So that's what I wanted to do um, with my podcast. And yeah, that's, that's what I'm about right nice. now. Nice. Yeah. yeah. One thing I, like I said, I do love about your podcast is just the intentionality of it mm. and the connection with your guests too. Um, and you got, each guest has been different in this like their personality, their perspectives, what their purpose is and what they're working on. And so really with this episode, I just kind of want to pick your brain. Like what is something that has been definitely on your mind? That's just like, yo, this has been like irking me. Like this is a pet peeve or this is like, yo, I really wish we could start thinking from a different perspective so we can, you know, kind of dive into that type of conversation. Yeah. Um, I guess as we think about intentional relationships, mm-hmm. I've been thinking a lot about my relationship with God mm. and how wow. I definitely want that to be more more intuitive to who I am and okay. not necessarily cookie cutter into mm. what everyone else is doing wow and i find that a lot of times we can get trapped into like this is how you must connect with god ah when if it's not working for you it's not working for you yeah like (laughs) kind of like force a what is what do they say round peg into a square hole or whatever (laughs) however that goes um and it's it's not working for you so Mm. i have um lately been trying to just create room for god to speak to me directly Mm. okay like, what does Kanisha need? Not right. like... Because even, like, some of the books um, of the Bible were, like, letters <coughs> to specific groups of people. Exactly. And so, you know, what worked for them may not be, like, the end-all, be-all for everyone. Yeah. So I've been trying to kind of let God guide me into um, what my relationship with him should look like. So what does that look like, though? Because, like, I hear it all the time, like, let God speak to me. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people are, like, I've had, even, like, I've had people say, Jess, what does the voice of God sound like? Yeah. Like, what is that? And so when I'm trying to explain it, I'm like, well, he speaks to us uniquely. Like, it's everyone's unique. But then I'm and like, then they like, don't yeah. understand. And so I'm like, how do I... How did I explain that? And I want to ask you, yeah, like, what does that look like? And then you also said that you're trying to notice, like, um, or create ways on Mm -hmm. how to hear better or hear authentically from God and not from everyone else. So what are what are you doing like what are like I don't want to sound like what are some best practices but right. I'm just like I mean, <gasps> right that's like it. that's real yeah. like because right. we use that in the workplace I'm like mm-hmm. I don't want to use that but it is what it is yeah. Yeah, yeah um I would say the first time that I felt I wouldn't say the first time but mm-hmm. one of one of the biggest times that I felt like a clear directive from God mm-hmm. was um maybe two years ago um I decided to do a a what's it called a fast okay and I've done fasts before Mm -hmm. um but I felt like I was never in a good spirit to do Mm -hmm. a fast because it was like even I remember I think I was in high school maybe and I was doing like a social media a tv fast okay and then we went to someone's house and they had the tv on and I was like over in the corner moping and my mom was like (laughs) 
So if you're not going to do it joyfully, like, what is even the point? Like, Mercy. Is, this, is this helpful? Right. Ask? Like, maybe you should just break it right now. <laughs> um, but I decided to do a um, TV fast. It was um, the beginning of the year. It was the week for my birthday. Um, and I was like, okay, I just need, like, some clarity from God. Mm-hmm. And I can't even explain it because it's not like I was spending all this extra time in prayer like I mm-hmm. I literally did nothing different than just like take out TV and I was so busy that week it was so wild like so I you did it for time. a week or how long it, did you... I did it for a week okay and I was so busy that week I didn't even feel like I really had time but I think it was just the fact that I was like saying intentionally saying like I'm making this room for God to speak to me and this mm. week I'm opening up the room for God to speak to me. Yeah. I was I was at a place where I was considering going back to school. I was going to go to grad school oh, wow. for um for mental health counseling. Oh, wow. Um and at at the end of that um that week, I was just kind of feeling like stagnant. Like I was mm. like I've been um I've been out of school for, I've been, I graduated from college a year ago. Like, what have I, what have I really done so far since then? And it was a lot of, a lot of that going on in my Mm -hmm. mind. Um, And so I heard very plainly, like, God was like, "Um, I don't think you should be going back to school. Like, maybe you should just, like, cool it. Wow. Cool it for a bit. And, like, that Mm. next day, like, that day, I, felt like okay I feel like God's telling me not to not to go to school um and then that week I got a call from someone about like a like side gig job opportunity mm-hmm. and it just all worked out so perfectly wow and it was like okay if I had like decided to go back to school like this would not be an opportunity that I could pursue yeah and it just it was so clear to me. Mm. So I think the big thing in terms of hearing God's voice is is really just looking for it. Wow. Looking for it. Yeah. That part. It, yeah. Because, I mean, it's not like he doesn't want to talk to you. Come on. Yeah. But you just kind of have to create the space. And mm. I know sometimes Christians um, will get kind of, like, antsy about meditation. Yeah. But, mm. I mean, how are we... When are we supposed to hear God's voice if we're if we're never constantly, silent? Yeah, if we're constantly going. Um, yeah, so that's yeah. I think in yeah in the in the silence that's when He speaks to us. So just yeah. allowing that room because for me I've been kind of re um, reimagining what like a prayer life looks like mm. and what what my devotional time might look like. Yeah, and I feel Same like here. yeah, just yeah. like taking the time and like being still. Man, um, that's that's big. That is so big. When I tell you, so me and you are on the same like mm-hmm. same journey. Um, I also just came off a of fast, the thirty first. So I fasted. I did the Daniel fast for January. I never thought I could fast for food. <laughs> I love food, y'all. I love me some food, and so I was like, that Daniel thing is not for me. <laughs> I was like, no, you know, and. But what it taught me, like you said, creating the space like for God to hear him and to create the discipline that I need to really hear him. Because um, for me, yeah, I don't really like discipline and I don't like being still. Like I am mm-hmm. a just, 
I'm a busybody. <laughs> my, my mom used to call me that when I was a little girl. And so when I realized that I do, I needed to hear God's voice, um, specifically during that time, the beginning of the year, because I had been praying on a job. Mm -hmm. I legit was praying on a job and I was praying on God. What are your next, what's your next move? Because like your girl is broke, broke, broke. And I need sunny. I need to make a way. I need you to make a way. I don't need to make a way, but I need you, (laughs) you know? And the whole being still is so hard because I think a lot of times too, we haven't even seen our generations before us weren't really still like what, what stillness really creates it allow you have to have faith right mm-hmm. and oftentimes i've seen it where a lot of our um generations our parents probably i don't know my parents and aunties and uncles like they say they have faith but they don't really like exercise that faith there's mm-hmm. a difference you know yeah. and to be mature enough to be like you know what i want to hear god's voice let me do something different and yeah. i think that's what happens is like when people are like you know, struggling, hearing the voice of God, what are you doing different to allow yourself to be open or to have that capacity to hear the voice of God versus continue to keep going to your day to day and be like, oh, well, nothing has changed. Like, you know, I don't hear him. I don't hear him. And I Mm -hmm. I also feel that um, the voice of God, for me, it sounds like peace. Girl, oh my goodness, I'm about to jump. That's the same thing yeah. I've said. It just gives you a peace, right? Yeah. Like that is the confirmation when you have peace. Mm-hmm. So like after you did, you were like grad school, like I just have a piece of saying yeah, I'm not going. I'm just like that's I feel okay. comfortable with, with that. that. Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly how I felt. And I have been trying to describe it. I'm glad. It's, y'all, I'm just glad that <laughs> I can hear somebody else say the same thing. I'm yeah. like, okay, I'm not crazy, you know, so that I can be able to yeah. explain it. Because that's exactly how I feel is when you have that peace that surpasses all of the opinions of others. Mm-hmm. That part. Because, yeah. man, like. When you go against the grain and when you're saying, nope, I'm not going to do the traditional way. No, this is what God has told me to do. And everyone else is saying, that sounds crazy. That doesn't add up. Why are you doing it? It doesn't make sense. But you have this crazy peace. Yeah. Like Your relationship (laughs) with God doesn't have to make sense to anyone else but you and God. Mm. So. Wow. I mean, that's hard. Wow. That's hard to accept. It is. Yeah. I mean, it's. But it's real because that will makes it a personal Mm -hmm. relationship with God. Yeah. But a lot of people do not see it that way, Mm -hmm. especially if you're not looking at it from a personal relationship and you kind of look at it from just traditional or religion or whatever you were raised in and you haven't experienced. It's more of a no God did. God didn't talk to me like that. So I don't think he's talking to you. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And so when you're, when you say that, like, let's just like talking about like, keeping it in that perspective, like when it comes to like the church, Mm -hmm. like oftentimes I feel like we lack preaching that or not even preaching it, but being, um, sensitive or empathetic to, to people that are truly just that that have their own unique relationship with God. And so yet you don't not we're not going to agree on everything, right? Yeah. It's not it doesn't look the same for everyone. 
How do, I don't know. I feel like that's um I feel like that's very uncomfortable for a lot of people to admit to mm. because um I feel like meaning well, people don't want to say like they want there want there to be they want there to be a standard and there is. Yes, I do believe there is a standard. Okay, there want there to be a standard um and so when you say it's individual, then they're like, okay, so, but, um, yeah. don't go too crazy. Cause right. like, what, what's the standard? Um, but I also think that God is so big. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so much to be known about him that we will never know because our minds yeah. just can't even think that big. Um, yeah. and I think sometimes we feel like, okay, we have this little Bible, so we know, <laughs> we know everything. everything. We have all truth here written yeah. in this book. And God is not limited to this this book. Mm. Like, God is so much bigger um, than that. And so I think we just kind of have to... I feel like if God were to, like, tell you something... Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm, this is an abstract idea in my mind that it's like kind of I started saying it I was like what am I saying but I feel like for a lot of people if um like God himself were to come to them in physical form like he just comes down Mm. and tells them something Mm -hmm. um they'd be like "Mm." (laughs) I'm not sure did that fit into like "Mm." I don't think that was in uh (laughs) the scripture (laughs) because I think about like was it um Abraham and Isaac okay with the lamb and the sacrifice like Mm -hmm. I mean thou shalt not kill and (laughs) he says take your son up (laughs) and sacrifice and I mean in the end he didn't kill him like that wasn't God's plan God was trying to test Mm -hmm. test his faith but I feel like we would be like "Mm, thou shalt not kill so this (laughs) must be the devil (laughs) like and I mean that's kind of a weird thing to think about because it's really like why would God tell me to kill? But yeah. if you have a relationship with God, yeah, like I feel like you it. would have that peace to know, like this is not. I don't know. I don't know how, what that looks like because it's a very extreme example. No, no, no. But it's really good. You're like all the way on track because if you think about the story, Abraham knew, like he was like, this does sound crazy, but he had this crazy faith and relationship the faith they said like the faith was that abraham was like he was legit about to do it, but he was like surely god is going to bring my son back even if i do it that's how much i trust him that's how much i know he's a good father right and so like a lot of times where god is really telling us or communicating us to do something that goes far beyond than what human minds can even try to configure or think of like you know are we willing to take that risk for God. Yeah. Are we really, really willing to take the risk? Are we going to just play it safe? Mm -hmm. And like you were saying, a lot of us, if God were to come in human form and then say something so blatant, we are scared of, we'll we'll start analyzing, "Uh uh-uh, that is really risky. And then I do not see that in Matthew, John. (laughs) I don't see it in the New or Old Testament. Why are you telling me that? Like, we'll really start questioning God. Yeah. And we already do that when we don't see him. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. so we, and so for us to do that, even if he were to come, like, that was such a good, um, you know, analogy right there. Because I do see where it's easy trap to, like, get caught up in trying to 
limit God and like put these like to make sense of him. And it's Mm -hmm. like, we'll never, our minds are not, we're not that smart. I know y'all, we think we smart. Like we're not that smart. (laughs) Like we cannot come to like his thoughts are higher, way higher than ours. Right. I think we really struggle with, we put him in a box. I remember yeah. in high school, my math teacher showed us this video. I, mm-hmm. I've been looking for it and cannot find it. Oh. <laughs> but it really put God in perspective, mm. I think, because we were talking. The video was about the different dimensions. Okay. And so um, the video was set in Lion Land. And so there are these lines. They're in Lion Land. They can only see lines, right? Oh, I'm they can, That's one okay. dimension, I guess. Is that one dimension? Uh, girl, I, I think so. Know. I think it's one dimension, me. just like horizontal. Okay, it's yeah. A line. Um, but then this like circle comes around, uh-huh. and the circle's like the line is like you're a line like me, like you look like a line because all he can see is on his dimension. So he can only oh. see like a line of the circle. Okay. And so the book was talking about like. The different dimensions and how not the book this the video video yeah um about like the different dimensions and it didn't say this explicitly but we kind of inferred from it like wow god is on a much higher plane than we are mm. so we see things with this finite vision wow god we make god look like a line because all we can wow. see is the line yeah. but god is yeah much more and um mm. they were talking about like I don't know, this kind of goes a little bit further into how, like, maybe God just sits at a point, whatever the dimension it was, where, Mm -hmm. like, everything is at once. The past, the present, the future, every every possibility for how our lives could go. Like, Mm. God sees all of that. That's his dimension. And here we are on this line, like... You're lying too, God. And he's like, um, no, no. quite a few dimensions higher. So, yeah. I mean, respect that. But. Respect it. Yeah. Yeah. And the crazy thing is, we'll probably, we will always struggle in getting to that next dimension if we're not open enough to um, allow God to be creative and say, yo, try it, do it, step out on faith. Mm-hmm. That's what it means. I think a lot of people have a testimony about how God has transformed their lives and allowed them to experience the next dimension because they stepped out on faith and they didn't know where they were going. They didn't know how they were going to do it, but they allowed God to lead. Yeah. And it is it is a mind-blowing thing. I definitely feel like I have experienced it in my own way. Uh, and I'm like, Yo, like, if I can really, like, get to a point where I just, like, if God is in it, I got it. Like, I can do it. You know? Like, I'm going to trust it. It may sound crazy to everyone else. Yeah. But I have to trust that he knows exactly what he's doing. But a lot of times, it's hard to silence the noise of Mm -hmm. everyone around you. Your friends, your family, your church, your parents. Like, and these are people we care about, right? So then it hits different, too. Because you're like, well... For me, recovering people pleaser, <laughs> I am always listening to, yeah. I'm like, Lord, I want to hear the still small voice, but then I'm hearing everybody and their mama in the back of my ear yeah. too. So it's like hard. It is so hard to silence that yeah. um, because you're like, I guess for me, I be I want like, and it's, it's wrong. 
I, I don't know. It's, I shouldn't say wrong, but it's kind of like I want confirmation or like not validation, but affirmation, you mm-hmm. know, from my loved ones. Yeah. Saying that, oh, yeah, this is a good idea. Yep, you should do that, you know, yeah. so I can have the support. Mm-hmm. But then when it is something totally opposite, like it's hard. You yeah. feel like you're alone, mm-hmm. you know. So it's like how do you create that healthy balance of like, all right, I can't listen to none of y'all what y'all saying and no disrespect, but I have to still do, you know, what God called me to do, but yet still wanting somebody or just have that support, you know? Yeah. I feel like, um, it's important to, man, where was I going with that? (laughs) Um, I guess just allow God to show himself like lately Mm -hmm. i've been um i've been kind of brokish and i've been like um so ministry (laughs) but it's it's crazy because i mean it's crazy because just when i'm just like okay well i guess that's all my money (laughs) Uh, i get more yes and it's like okay well, I mean, I'm definitely not trying to live this way for the rest of my right. life. Right. But, like, God, like God he comes through. Like, he does. There was one day I was, like, I was sitting right there in that kitchen over there, and I was like, God, I need some money. <laughs> and then, um, like, later I went out and I checked the mail, or someone brought the mail in, and there was a check in there. Girl. And I was like, it was already there when I <laughs> yes, asked for, for it. Wow. Because the mail came earlier. And yes. it was there. And so, like, again, like, talking about God sitting in that seat of awareness of everything, mm. all the future, all the past, and every, like, yeah. outcome, he was like, okay, I know Kanisha's going to ask, so let me just, like, yeah. go ahead and stick that in the mail yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that That's what it'll he be does. there in time. And I'm like, wow. Yeah. He's so sovereign. And that's what it means, like, for him to just always, you know, be available and knowing what you need and when you need it. But yet our minds cannot capture it because we're like, well, we want it, we want it now. And yeah. he's like, it's right on his time, you know. And that's what I've learned. I've definitely been in the brokish ministry. And <laughs> let me tell you, like, y'all, like, lately God has really been coming through with these meals. Like, I don't know, like, I just, I haven't, I don't get to eat out. So, like, my friends, I'm like, if you're inviting me to eat out, please expect to pay. <laughs> like, do not, because I'm at this moment in my life, you know. Yeah. And I've had friends just, like, you know, throw money in my cash app, you know, take me out to eat. Or even when I go out to eat when I knew I shouldn't and I (laughs) use my cash app card or something, like, I'm finessing free food and I don't know how. And I'm like, I think that was God, you know, because I'm just like, he knows my struggle, you know. And he's also been providing, like, these last four months I've been unemployed and it's been very hard um, not getting any really income um, consistent income yeah. and still being able to afford my rent. Like, um, out here in Atlanta, y'all, it is expensive, period. <laughs> and so, you know, and I was, I don't have roommate, you know, um, and that was showing me God's just provision in yeah. everything. Like, and I used to think that my paycheck was my provider. So I was like, you provide a means for me. And God, you know, when he stripped that away and he was just like, no, I'm your provider. Like, and he got very creative in the way (laughs) that he 
providing me funds, you mm-hmm. know? And I appreciate that, that each moment, I didn't go without throughout this whole time. Like, even by every, I think, and it takes, it takes certain people to be able to really thug that out. Like, yeah. um, because so many people are so wrapped up in their money and they had made, built their life around it. Like, oh, now that you're not getting a check your whole life. Like, I now I was broke, but I ain't look broke, y'all. Now, let me tell you, <laughs> you know. And so that was the thing that I made sure, like, you know, I just had to start being creative. Yeah. And God taught me discipline throughout mm-hmm. that time, budgeting. You know, a lot of things that I used to do carelessly with my money, and now I'm I'm a whole different steward child. Like, <laughs> I mean, and I love it because I'm like, yo, like, you know our needs. Yeah. If we take the time, though, because what he was teaching me is like, during this, I want you to connect with me. I think I grew closer to God in the four months than I have ever before in my life, honestly. Yeah. And I needed that time. Mm-hmm. My devotion became so authentic. I don't know if you're at church that Sabbath with um, Pastor Knight. We go to the same church, y'all. Um, Revision Church Atlanta. We're going to throw that plug in there. It is dope. Okay, so come check it out. And he, Pastor Wesley Knight is a senior pastor. But yeah, at church, he talked about our devotion. And he was like, he was saying, um, he was challenging us. He was like, um, on our devotion life in the morning, like our devotions in the morning, he was like, um, a lot of us needs to need to stop getting that secondhand devotion. Oh yeah, you remember he said uh, that girl yeah. took the whole roll out. <laughs> he took the whole roll out because when he was talking about secondhand devotion, he was talking about our devotionals that we use, like the devotionals that you get. You know what I'm talking about, y'all? Jesus calling. Yeah, I love <laughs> me a good Jesus calling. I love my Bible app. Yeah. You know, um, and my daily bread. Like those are good devotionals. Um, but he was like, that's secondhand anointing. Did God directly speak to you? You have the uh, um, capability and you have the opportunity to get that same anointing, that same um, devotion in your own personal time versus yeah. getting it from someone else. And we needed to take time to seek that. And like you said, creating the space, because mm-hmm. a lot of times we don't. We're like, we're in a rush to go to work. We're in a rush to get to where we need to be. Yeah. So in the morning, we're not carving out the time to actually take time to read the scripture dissect it to allow it to apply to us we could be creating our own devotional (laughs) shout like you know and yet we haven't taken that time and that challenged me ever since i heard that word no cap and i was just talking to another friend that was at church that sabbath and we were like um it charged us to have our own personal devotion like and not go just off of our our apps Mm -hmm. and our um, devotional books that we were using and we felt now a different closeness yeah like what how do you feel about that like how was that for you um my aunt she <clears throat> always talks about how we are here on this earth mm. on assignment mm. and so each day her aunt is dope y'all too yes Sorry. check her out anyway um yeah when so when you wake up in the morning mm-hmm. like it's your duty to ask God what your assignment is for the day. Wow. And I feel like Mercy. the people who poured into you, mm-hmm. like they were allowing God to use them. Mm-hmm. And I think um, we were talking earlier about hearing God's voice and like what he wants us to do or mm-hmm. how to connect with him. But also in that, it's like, how does he want us to be his hands and feet? Yeah. Um, like for me personally, I'm not going to... 
don't say I told everyone to do this, but for me personally, (laughs) (laughs) I have been um, using my tithe to, um, I've been keeping my tithe um, for whatever I feel God tells me to use it for. Okay. Yeah. So I just let him tell me where he wants me to put Mm -hmm. it and that's where it goes. Yeah. And I feel like that has helped me in Mm. my spiritual walk because it, I feel like I'm, I'm seeing the direct, I and mean, I might not know what it means to the person if I give it to them, but right. like, I am like a little bit closer to the source, not the source, but the end yeah. end um, resting place of wherever I'm, whatever I'm giving. Yeah. And I feel like um, that allows you to stay vigilant throughout mm. your day. Because you know how they talk about um, pray without ceasing. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like that is really just letting God tell you how to move throughout your day, throughout your life, in each moment. Mm. And so I think like maintaining that connectivity and just being intentional about wanting to know what God wants for you in every moment of your day. Yeah. I think that's, that's what that's about for me. Yeah. That's good. That's so good. Um, and it just goes back to, having the unique personal relationship with God and like you, like we were talking about creating the space. Um, and so guys, like that is my prayer for anybody that's listening, like that's struggling with just really, um, struggling with their relationship with God and then struggling with, but then compete making or competing it against what everyone else is saying, what you should be doing, how you should be acting, how you should be praying, how you should be in your look. You got to hear that directly from God. And I think God does give us the desires of our heart. And so we have to be very intentional of creating the space, creating the time, getting quiet, getting still to hear his voice and gaining the peace that we need to move in the way that he wants us to move. And if we can really capture that. Like my girl Kanisha said, we can hit the next dimension, period, with God. And you'll just be like, yo, I never saw my life being able to transform or take off in this way. But I know it's because I started moving authentically with God. Yeah. You know? So, oh, my God. I'm so glad this episode was dope. Yes. So before we um, get off the mic, Kanisha, just tell your um, my listeners where they can find you, like, on your IG and your podcast. Um, and so that they can subscribe. Yes. Uh, So my personal Instagram is Kanisha Rice, um, and my um, podcast is Fam Talk Pod. Um, But if you go to my personal one, you can find everything that I'm doing, my book, my podcast, all of that. Um, And my name is K-E-N-E-S-H-A-R-Y-C-E, and you can find everything right on there. Awesome. Yay, guys. Well, I appreciate you guys coming in and listening to this episode. Make sure that you guys share it if this is something that spoke to you. And um, stay tuned for another episode. Thanks.